The Reset Podcast is a show about fresh starts. In business, career, relationships, health, and life in general, sometimes we all go forward to a new square one. Every moment is a new opportunity to begin again, and my guests will tell you how, when, and why they decided to reset their lives. I'm Franklin Taggart. Welcome to The Reset Podcast. Welcome everyone to the Reset Podcast. My name is Franklin Taggart and my guest today um, is a, a trusted advisor. That is a job title that I really love, by the way. And her name is Bettina Flug. And Bettina works um, a lot with nonprofit agencies uh, to help them really get their businesses together. And a lot of times in nonprofit, you might think that uh, business isn't their first priority, but quite honestly, it's just as important as if they were a for-profit organization. And so Bettina brings a level of professionalism to nonprofits that uh, many may have not experienced before. Um, welcome, Bettina. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me, frankly. I'm really delighted to have you uh, as a guest today. And I would like to start by talking a little bit about um, you're originally from Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil and now you are in northern Colorado. How did that happen? Um, our family always wanted to have an international experience. We thought about living in Canada, but the weather is not that comfortable compared to Brazil. We tried uh, to apply for a visa for Australia, but didn't happen also. And suddenly we were invited to move to Colorado because of my husband's work. And we took the chance, here we are. Okay. And um, your, your work primarily right now is with nonprofit agencies. Um, and I, I'm curious about when you started in your career, were you working in nonprofits um, as a, like an employee or as a director? Or tell me a little bit about your, your past uh, job experience. So I study hotel management and I work in the food and beverage industry for more than 20 years. But parallel to my whole professional life in Brazil, I was supporting nonprofits as a side work. I tried to dedicate 20% of my time during weekends and during nights to help nonprofits. And this passion with helping others started when I was around 10 years, I think. I recognized that now that I was thinking about it with my coaching, and when I was 10 years old, I asked my mom during weekends, you know what, I want to visit the nursing home. I miss having a grandfather. I only had grandmothers. Can you take me someplace where I can have a lot of grandfathers and grandmothers around me? And my mother said, yes, sure, they would love to see you. So I spent a lot of weekends visiting them and talking with them. For me, this was paradise. <laughs> it's totally different. And after that, I think when I became 12, I started um, taking animals from the streets. So rescuing dogs with my mom, and I always enjoyed that. When it was Thanksgiving time, we had family here in the United States. This is not a tradition in Brazil, but since we have family here, they were always talking about Thanksgiving. It's very important to give it back. What have you done during Thanksgiving? And this made me think, what can I give back to others? And I started every year doing Thanksgiving 
doing a special event. I started inviting um, other people to go to a spa. I took one day 60 elders to a spa. The other year, I took them to a flower show. The third year, I took uh, 60 orphans to camp, and it was amazing, that feeling. I still have that picture here with me, with those kids, and really touched my heart seeing that with such a small effort, you can touch so many hearts. And this was fulfilling me all the time. And then I discovered that are many people like me trying to make a difference. And they gather as nonprofits. <laughs> and I started uh, to look for nonprofits that I could volunteer. And I did that for a long time, just pro bono during my career. But answering your question, I'm more specialized in marketing for companies. Okay, so marketing is really your background then. Um, but you bring that experience and you translate it for nonprofits in a way that helps them uh, to further their vision and, and to carry out their mission in the world. Um, a little bit, so you started out more in the nonprofit and, and in the kind of caring professions, you started that more as a volunteer uh, and also more just as a passion project that was something that was you know, important to you and you cared about it. So that's why you did it. Um, in addition to your full-time work in the hospitality industry. So it's really interesting to me that you would uh, now find yourself full-time as a trusted advisor for nonprofit agencies, helping them uh, to, to work on their business. Can you tell me a little bit about how you came to the decision uh, to, to be doing this full-time? Yes. In 2006, I had a chance to open my own marketing company in Brazil, and I was more specializing managing and doing events. And our main customer was Microsoft. So Microsoft doesn't do advertisement on TV, radio, anything like that. They really care about their customer and they try to do relationship events together with their customers to bond with them. And working with them for two years made me realize how important is this. And everything that I learned while I owned this marketing company, I wanted to share with those nonprofits. So the CRM concept, having a tool to manage events and everything, everything that I was learning that was possible to use in regular companies, I wanted to apply in nonprofits. So doing volunteer work, the first thing I did was um, try to manage volunteers in a more efficient way, organizing events and tracking their background, their capabilities to help us. And after that, I engaged in a nonprofit as a fundraising director. And I asked the executive director, can I deal with your nonprofit as you were a marketing agency for other partners and he said yes if you bring us money to fundraise our program you can do whatever you want <laughs> so i started i prepared a powerpoint presentation of all the uh, marketing opportunities this nonprofit could give to companies and i started visiting companies everything pro bono working one day out of a week and i brought so many contracts partnership contracts to this nonprofit that the executive director was impressed. How can you do that? 
I don't know, but now we have to work as a marketing agency here. We need to deliver the return on investment we promise. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really engaging and fulfilling seeing this money flow inside an organization because once you have the funding to do the projects, you can deliver so much. And I felt that something was missing mm -hmm. because when you deal with regular companies and you have employees, you define a marketing strategy and you just ask them and they implement it to you. When you work with volunteers, you have to engage them. It's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to study a little bit about coaching and I found a very good coaching school that had a program to train people to become facilitators in the third sector. That means not imposing your ideas, but um, bring the ideas as a collective um, idea in the organization. And I studied for a whole year to become a facilitator to the third sector. And then I was able to prepare annual planning for a nonprofit who used to deal with homeless people in Sao Paulo and train all the volunteers on the annual planning uh, process was was an amazing experience and i said no it's it's possible you can change a whole organization by planning better and then my family decided to move to united states and i said oh my it was so good in brazil and i have to start from scratch what i'm gonna do <laughs> i didn't have any work experience here in the united states i didn't have any customer any contact i had to start from scratch but it was really good because I had like six months, this period where my family was adapting to leave in the United States to think about what really matters for me, what made me fulfilled. Tell us and I decided to work 100% nonprofit. <laughs> Say that again? You decided to do what? I decided to work 100% with nonprofits. Okay. Said, why not? If we do something we love, I think the recognition and the money comes after. And yeah. I took a decision and did that. Tell everyone that, uh, what the name of your company is. Um, right now, my company name is Cloud2B. We help nonprofits implement Salesforce. But I have a parallel project called Wisdom Important to You that I would like to bring free knowledge, free wisdom for nonprofits. And that's why I plan to start this podcast where I'm going to have a lot of guests, people that are very experienced in the third sector and share this knowledge among other nonprofits, share best practice and bring new ideas for, for this, this uh, environment. Well, before we start talking about your podcast, let's talk a little bit about your experience with Salesforce. Now, Salesforce has been around quite a long time and it's become uh, one of the most recognized um, systems of, um, of business management um, on every level. In, in recent years, it's, it's really taken over most of the market for the traditional for-profit sector. But you, uh, in, in, our, in our interview before uh, our, our conversation, you mentioned that they, from the very beginning, 
have had a, an arm that works with nonprofits. And I wasn't aware of that. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you found Salesforce and a little bit about the training that you've received uh, in working with Salesforce for nonprofits? Yes, as I mentioned before, I used to work with Microsoft for a long time and I was a Dynamics certified Microsoft. So I, I, I knew a lot about CRMs, but when I moved here to United States, I hired a coaching to help me out. And she said, before you start working with any nonprofit, you have to understand this word here in the United States, how it works, how they work here. So I interview more than 50 nonprofits to understand their needs and to see how can I apply my marketing knowledge to help them out. And I discovered there was a lack of a system to run any kind of marketing strategy. They didn't have the volunteers in one place. They didn't have uh, the email of the donors in one place. Some of them had different systems, but the system didn't talk with each other. So after doing this research on the nonprofits, I started doing research on also CRMs. What would be the best CRM um, system that could support nonprofits? And I started, of course, with Dynamics, but then a lot of things on the internet showed me that Salesforce was much more advanced in this third sector. And I discovered since from the beginning, Salesforce has created the Salesforce.org. And 3% of the revenue of the company goes to support nonprofits with grants. They pay their own employees to work pro bono for other nonprofits. And they give away 10 free licenses for each nonprofit. I said, this is amazing. If they can support this initial investment for nonprofits, this is the startup that I was looking for, for the, the organizations to start with. So I decided to work with Salesforce and I'm very happy to do that. I know they have more than 40,000 nonprofits using, and this platform that they've developed was developed by nonprofits for nonprofits. Oh, wow. It wasn't an IT engineer, it was people that are using Salesforce every day and figuring out how the best way to use this tool, they build up a platform called Nonprofit Success Pack. And this is the one that I'm helping nonprofits implement right now. Very good. Now, it, it, you said that it used to be that Salesforce was primarily just a customer relationship management program, but it has really expanded to include many more things. In the nonprofit world, can you tell me a little bit about um, how Salesforce addresses uh, things like volunteer management and things like that? Yes, they developed this platform that I mentioned, Nonprofit Success Pack, and this platform has three pillars. So they have a whole uh, functionality to support volunteer management, uh, program delivery, and the third one is fundraising. And the good thing is that all those three parts, they talk with each other. So you can have a household that interacts as a client and at the same time as a donor and at the same time can be a volunteer as well. And you can use this tool to talk with different stakeholders. You can talk with board members, you can talk with staff, you can talk with volunteers, donors, everybody in the same environment. And something that's very important that the nonprofits face is have information for grants. A lot of nonprofits rely on grants to survive nowadays. And having information from your program 
to put on your brands, it's very important. So reporting is something that it's really important for nonprofits as well. Okay, so Salesforce really, um, from the beginning to end, adds a lot of uh, benefit and a lot of features uh, that help a nonprofit uh, both communicate with their customers and keep track of their records and coordinate volunteers and coordinate their services. Um, it, I can understand your excitement. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. And, and the good part of it is it's not a complicated implementation process. Once you have a good partner that can go and understand how your nonprofit operates and translate this in an IT language, <laughs> This is uh, an easy process. And they have a platform, an e-learning platform that is free for everybody. Even if you're not engaged on Salesforce, you can start studying about it. And the name is Trailhead. If you Google Trailhead Salesforce, you can go with your own email and start doing using the e-learning platform and learn how to manage volunteers, how to manage your grants, how to interact with your donors. And this is something important to bring knowledge and doesn't charge for this, this, this is amazing. And I think we all should benefit from that. It's very exciting. And it sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun uh, for you to be working with nonprofits and helping them to find these tools and to put them to work. Um, I'd like to turn a little bit and talk about um, the new direction that you were talking about, the WITY. Um, and the podcast that's going to be coming. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, where the idea for that program came from? So I've been participating in a lot of networking meetings for nonprofits. And what I perceive is that people who work for nonprofits, they are very busy all the time. They wear different hats at the same time, like they have to run the program and manage volunteers and do so many things at the same time that they don't have time to stop and study. And by visiting nonprofits every day, I get to know a lot of amazing people that are doing amazing things, executive directors, uh, even volunteers. And I want to share their story. I want to share their knowledge. I've been reading a lot of books. I want to share the knowledge of these books for the third sector and also bring some ideas from the for-profit world to the nonprofit world in an easy way. That's the idea of the podcast. So when they're driving to their work or driving back or they're walking with their dogs, I know they will be thinking about their cause. I know they will be thinking, how can I make my work better? And I want to be there for them. I want to be their trusted advisor. Like, let's learn about fundraising with uh, Steve. Let's learn about um, how to run a nonprofit with a brand new executive director in an old nonprofit. And I want to bring this knowledge. I want to bring this wisdom in a special way. So I thought that a podcast could be an amazing idea. And I was inspired by a good teacher to do that. Uh, well, <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> well, I'd also like to find out a little bit about um, as you start this new business and as you start to to build uh, this business that is 100% yours, um, what do you feel are your biggest strengths in, in starting this business? I think have the, having this international approach of understanding how businesses are operated 
in different countries, not only United States. It's something that's very important. And having the opportunity to work in the past 20 years with for-profit companies and see how they manage their customers, how they engage with the customers to be profitable, and how to run an effective team. All this knowledge can be brought to the nonprofit world with a different approach. If you adapt to the environment that the nonprofits leave, um, you can bring this knowledge and transform and bring more professionalism, more efficiency to the nonprofits. And, and that's what I'm trying to help them out. Okay, that, that sounds very good. Um, if, if there was one thing about your new business that you wish were easier, what, what do you wish would be easier about starting your business? Being fluent English from the beginning, it's so hard to express your ideas in another language, not your nati native language. You have all your all the ideas inside your head. You know how to do it, but sometimes you miss the words. You don't express so professionally, and I think this is the challenge part of my work, trying to be hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Have the capability to communicate hundred percent. Well, you do a, a remarkably good job of communicating in English. Um, I, I, you you don't seem to have to think too much about uh, words. You're able to speak very fluently. Um, I'm trying to improve every day because I know that um, training people is something very important, not just with podcasts, with videos, but printing materials and writing emails and be efficient in a communication is something that everybody needs to work on. So I'm working on it too. <laughs> yeah. Now, if somebody wanted to get in, in touch with you to find out more about either the, um, the work with uh, Salesforce and, you know, implementing Salesforce with their nonprofit, or if they wanted to find out more, <clears throat> excuse me, if they wanted to find out more about your podcast uh, and the, the wisdom uh, side of what you're going to be doing, how would people find you? So my email is a little bit complicated, but it's witty, W-I-T-Y at cloud2b-us.com. We have a website where we explain everything about Salesforce implementation and the website is cloud2b-us.com. But if you want to know about the podcast, we do have a website called witty.tech, which is W-I-T-Y.tech. And you can find in all the podcast uh, tools in your, I think, iPhone, everything. I think you can explain better for <laughs> our audience how to get in touch. But it's Wisdom for Nonprofits. This is the name of the channel, Wisdom for Nonprofits. Um, I will make sure that uh, the links to all of the things that you just said will be in the descriptions uh, that go along with the, the video and with the podcast. So if uh, people want to find the, the actual links, they will be provided for you. Um, the last question that I have for you is um, if someone is an executive director of a nonprofit and they are struggling with a particular part of their business. Which part of the nonprofit business do you get most excited about? I think 
I always put myself in the spot of the executive director. If I was running this organization, how can I make it more efficient? So by listening to them and listen to the main people that is working on the organization, what are they struggling with and understanding, I think we can come up with a plan of how to fix that in long term, but divided in short uh, pieces. For example, let's start with volunteer management. If you have enough volunteers, we'll be able to deliver better our program. Then how to run the program and then afterwards how to fundraise to maintain the program. Depending on the organization, you can start in different ways. We're working right now with Meals on Wheels in Loveland. And we did an implementation that was really smoothly, but we needed to integrate even CRM with QuickBooks and with Map Anything. So the volunteers were able to deliver the food in a more efficient way. So every nonprofit has their particularities, and it's important for us to deep dive into the organization to understand their needs. And I think. Having this experience of helping a lot of nonprofits and facilitating the conversation among everybody that's involved, I think this is the key of the success. Yeah. Facilitate and find out what, what are they struggling. Not all of them are the same, but I think learning with others' mistakes is something very important. That's why I want to bring a lot of executive directors to talk in my podcast. Well, Bettina, that sounds wonderful. I think that you're going to do a fantastic job. And um, I know I've worked in nonprofits uh, in, in my far distant past. It's been a long time, but um, I do know that uh, very often um, the resources that they have available um, to to work with are very, very thin and they do a lot with a little. And I think that your services will help them even do more and probably find more resources to work with. So um, I, I wish you all the best with this project and I'm excited to, to hear about your success as you unfold uh, your business. You'll be always my mentor. Thank you, Franklin, for everything. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you for being my guest today. Uh, again, uh, W-I-T-Y dot tech is a website where you can find out a little bit more about uh, the wisdom podcast and some other things that are going on and i will have the other links uh, for contacting bettina in the description thank you bettina thank you very much have an amazing weekend you too Thanks for taking the time to listen to, subscribe, and review the Reset Podcast. The Reset Podcast features interviews, insights, and in-depth reflections that will help you navigate your own fresh start. If you'd like to be a guest or share an idea for a topic you'd like to hear about, please contact podcast at franklintaggart.com. I offer a wide range of services to people who are ready to live with clear direction new possibilities, greater freedom, and unlimited creativity. If you're looking for a new beginning, I'm available to help you. More information is available at franklintaggart.com. The Reset Podcast is a production of Franklin Taggart and Make Your Own Way Media. All rights reserved.